we are back for the Halloween special. Fourteen people who had played a part in his conviction were dead. Was this a result of the curse of Johnny Frank Garrett? No. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking end of story. (laughs) Next thing, we can hear a blood-curdling scream from another room. Not even close. What was it? Manalag. Oh, Manalag. Oh, yeah. It was not Manalag either. What the fuck was that? Manning. What is it? (laughs) How are you supposed to remember? It's like your thing earlier with Joseph Fritzl. You were like, yeah, Frickle. (laughs) This is as bad as the fucking horny six foot anus moose. Moose. He cracks a smile as he hears his wife. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. That's terrifying. (laughs) Hi, Dave. Hi. How are you doing? Oh, uh, good. Weather's nice. Oh, no, it is right, not. Right, fuck off, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the OCP, the original <laughs> Copycats podcast, mate. We are back for the Halloween special. I'm going I'm to do that again, right, but with more energy on Halloween. And I want you to give me your creepiest Halloween laugh, if you oh, can, okay? okay? I'm putting you on the spot here, and I'm going to do one too. Okay, ready? So we are back. For the Halloween special. <laughs> I went bad, actually. Okay. I felt like my chest was going to, like, cave in then, but... And it probably didn't Proper sound horror. like anything decent on the... The end record. bit sounded good. Yeah, I don't know where that came from. We'll play that a bit back. <laughs> okay, this is my one. <clears throat> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I thought I was listening to an episode of Ick Map or something then that was, that was actually quite painful on my throat <laughs> Your face looked quite painful after that. <laughs> Wow So uh, yeah we are back We have been on a break Ladies and gentlemen A very long break And we apologise But we don't at the same time Because we have lives And uh, I'm, I'm doing this episode today I've, I've been joined By my, my good long-standing friend Dave <laughs> <laughs> My good long-standing friend <laughs> How are you doing, my darling? I am fine, you gorgeous specimen. Um, Don't. (laughs) (laughs) Erection. Oh, don't say it like that. I licked the mic! (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that was not weird at all. No, not at all. So, uh, yeah, as I've said many times already, we're doing the Halloween special. So, I hope everyone's having a good time listening to any Halloween (laughs) stuff. 
I hope everyone's enjoying themselves lately um, and enjoying the festive festive stuff that's going on. The festive festiveness that yeah, is yeah, Halloween. Exactly. I don't know what you call it because festive's more Christmassy, isn't it? I think uh, America do technically class it as a holiday, but I that mean, is true. we don't because we're normal people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we c- I, I don't think you can say festive though. Holiday is fine, but... Spookive. <laughs> Mate, you're just mashing words together now. Come on. All right. I, I mean, hope everyone's fine. having a spoopy time. Spoopy. Uh, spoopy's good. Spoopy's I like good. spoopy. Um, so, yeah, we've got a few things today. I put up a little poll on Instagram. and yes, I saw it. And it's got, it had some good interaction, I must say. It, mm, it had... Impressive. It had 10 whole people interact with that thing which is the most we've ever had might i just i want to say that that's not that i know any of the like the background stuff normally but i want to say that's probably more than twice what you would normally get or am i just shitting on your bonfire there no 10 more than usual really oh okay so normally Um, just alex is it's your alex josh's (laughs) mum yeah she's got it going on (laughs) so yeah so we put a little poll out on instagram and it asked whether people wanted to see urban legends true crime or ghost stories or all three all of the above yeah on 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 the ocp and people were basically like oh yeah we want true crime but we also want all three yeah so they were like the top voted ones yes and we're all about giving the people what we want here and uh, giving the people what we want, giving the people what they said. want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck you lot. Um, we'll, we'll give the people what we want. Fuck what they think. We're all about giving the people what they want here on the OCP. So without further ado, we're going to jump straight in with some creepy stuff. But actually, before we do that, um, do you enjoy Halloween? I generally enjoy Halloween, yeah. I, I like horror movies and stuff. I know you not really that fast. No. No, I'm not a horror person. In fact, we played or used to play Dying Light quite often and mm. you were a little scaredy bitch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I could be at times, but I would mostly scream when you did because it, <laughs> it just comes out of nowhere. It, uh, I'd say it was because it was more fun than it was scary. That's what made it such a good game. If yeah. it was just scary, I wouldn't want to play it. So like Resident Evil. No, no I, not for I, me. I've got to say, I can't. Uh, there was another one. I think it was one of the first PS4 like exclusive games that came out on it. I can't remember oh, what it was called. Resident Evil. <laughs> yeah, that one. <laughs> um, uh, Time Crisis. <laughs> Le- Lead Within or something. I can't. Something like that. I don't know. I have some, never heard of that. <clears throat> but yeah, some of them are just like way too spoopy to go into. Mm. Silent Hill and stuff is a bit on the edge as well. Yeah. Um, and yeah, there was a game called Forty Winks that i knew about when i was younger mm. and it was these two kids that's fucking horrifying what about uh, the um <laughs> just gonna leave it there <laughs> <laughs> what about the that demo thing that came out that was like a was that a resident oh. evil thing what where you're going through the corridors yeah and it just changes every time yeah but yeah. It, it got cancelled in the end for whatever reason i think that, that the, was uh, a resident evil thing yeah but it was called something else. I can't remember now. Yeah, that was Resident Evil. Um, <laughs> uh, it, they did a version of that on Dying Light because we, well, I played it whilst you were online because I couldn't get into your game for some reason. And I was just shitting myself continuously because yeah. there was just this fucking demonic zombie girl in the middle of the corridor crying at me. And I'm like, 
I remember watching YouTubers playing that and was like shitting myself. So that was, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't have been able to play that myself. And then you've got VR games that are in like horror games. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I was wording that. Good one. Yeah, they do VR horror games. So that's like, fuck that shit. Yeah, I could. I definitely couldn't. Was it called PT or something? I can't quite remember now what it was called. I, I don't know. I don't care. Um, right. So. I actually thought you just searched up Resident Evil then. I was like, <laughs> no. Um, yeah, so I, I think VR horror games would do me in. I wouldn't be able to do that at all. Mate, you can barely cope on Dying Light. I mean, you got better towards the end. Once we could start yeah. drop-kicking the cunts, you were like... That, that was the, the yeah. saviour for me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, classic game. If anyone's ever played Dying Light, you know exactly what we're on about. And if you haven't... Where the fuck you been? Yeah. Get on that and shit. Dying Light 2 is really good too. Not the same as the first one. Yeah. But... Uh, it's not It's not the same. It's got a different vibe to it completely, but it's still pretty good. Yeah. It takes a while to unlock the dropkick in that one though. And it's a different control. Yeah. That which... one got a bit more frustrating, but Dying Light 1 is just an absolute dream. <laughs> I don't know why I breathed so hard into the mic there. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, Halloween, yes. the spoopy stuff. Halloween. I have what is supposed to be a scary story called Let's Talk About Pizza. Okay. Which sounds really weird, and it is. Um, I'm going to see if you laugh at the same point that I did when I first read it. Okay. Okay. So it begins, I wake up at 5 a.m. to walk my dog every morning. (laughs) (laughs) That's not supposed to be the funny bit. (laughs) That was a genuine laugh from you. No, it and wasn't. I, was it? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I thought that was like a genuine laugh and I was like, what the hell? Anyway, today I had an unusual dream where my wife, who died a few years ago, visited me. She engaged me in a conversation about pizza toppings. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> right. And wouldn't stop talking even when I wanted to wake up. My patience was dwindling when suddenly she started crying and begged me to keep talking to her about pizza toppings for another 30 minutes. What? I know. Okay. Right. When I finally woke up, it was 6.30 a.m. and I had 15 missed calls from my mum, neighbours and brother. A woman who escaped from the nearby asylum was waiting on our street to stab the first person she saw. Sorry, what? Yep. That morning, my neighbor Andrew was violently stabbed to death at 5.30 a.m. Now, that's all well and good, but why the fuck was the dead wife wanting to talk to him about fucking pizza (laughs) toppings? I mean, that of all things. What's the scary bit there? I mean, the fact that he escaped death is one thing. Yeah. But he's going, hang on a minute, love hold the fucking press you're talking about pizza toppings i really feel like i gotta get out of bed here and she's going no fucking please pepperoni <laughs> the scary thing was that she was uh advocating um papa john's yeah oh, oh fucking hell i know but i read that and i'm like she engaged me in a conversation about pizza toppings if you want to stop you'd you if you're dead and you want to stop your partner from getting killed you know that that shit's about to go down. Mm. And you want to engage them in conversation so they technically stay asleep in the dream. Yeah. 
pizza toppings is what comes to fucking mind. That would put me to sleep, to be fair. But what would you say is the uh, most Halloween of pizza toppings? Pumpkin. (laughs) Can you get pumpkin pizza? Why the fuck not? All right. (laughs) I mean, I've never had it on pizza. I'm not sure I even like pumpkin. Do you? I've had pumpkin soup before. That's quite nice. But with a little bit of spice. I was going to say, do they not just put other shit in it? Because yeah. it's not shit. But <laughs> they put like nutmeg and. Yeah, they like put like a load of pepper in it. And it didn't taste like pumpkin. I don't even know what pumpkin tastes like because the no. one experience I've had with it. Because I know like pepper. pumpkin pie is like big in America and that's like they have yeah. that in like the. But that's like a sweet thing, isn't it? Yeah, I know. I'm pretty sure. And surely pumpkin's a vegetable, I would say. Yeah, greener grass. Let us know uh, whether pumpkin pie is a savoury or a sweet treat. Yeah, good shout. Because I think it's sweet. I would. I was going to say. I think they put like nutmeg and cinnamon and stuff in, which I would say is more of a sweet type of thing. Hmm. But then I'm sure pumpkin can be used as savoury as well. But then nutmeg and cinnamon—that's much more Christmassy. So are we right to call it festive? Oh fuck! Full circle, man. Now you've done it. Yeah. Thanks for watching the OCP. Uh, <laughs> Delving got, deep into the, the hot topics. Note. <laughs> yeah. Right. So well, that was the end of your that weird story. That was just a weird so little one. Where... Basically, some woman crept into this bloke's dream, like Freddy Krueger style, and was like, Ooh, pizza toppings. Well, he, mate, and then some woman stabbed a load of people. Mate, he's having a moment because he's thinking, my, my dead wife's come to visit me. <laughs> he's having a moment. Oh, pepperoni, <laughs> pineapple. It doesn't she fu- had what on her pizza? It doesn't fucking belong there. <laughs> Slut. <laughs> um, yeah, it just, I was like, of all the things, engage him in a conversation about fucking rainbows or something. Yeah, or try and shag him or something. That yeah. in there, wouldn't it? Fucking bones yeah, and all a that dream sort of about stuff. sex. You don't want to wake up from that shit. Um, yeah, anyway, we've. I think we've talked enough about that one. It that just... one's been done to death. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my dear Lord. Okay, well, I'm just going to jump in right here and uh, just say something before we start, because we always tend to chuck this at the end, and it bugs me, because I want to say at the start. So if you like what we do here on the OCP, please, please, please go and follow us on all the socials and uh, check us out. So we are on YouTube as well. We're on uh, YouTube as the OCP. We only release audio clips at the moment, but we are working towards doing visual stuff as well. So keep your eyes peeled for that uh we are very active on our instagram which is the underscore ocp so go check us out there and have a little chat with us you can send us a dm send us a comment on uh, one of our posts or but yeah yeah no dick pic please because that was a uh, frightening the first time so yeah uh just go and check us out on socials we're available on twitter as well but we don't really use that so i wouldn't bother um mainly instagram and youtube mate so just, yeah. yeah go check us out there and uh we also have another channel called the original copycats which is obviously what we are uh on youtube and on instagram but we don't really use that one uh so <laughs> <laughs> yeah go check us out anyway back to the pod so uh um Over i you, mate. have some urban legends for you okay okay and they're not on my phone so i don't know why i was looking there I feel like I've actually done quite a bit of research into these before, so okay. you, I'm hoping you've got something that I've never, ever heard of Well, before. do you... Un, do, uh, mm. do I what? <laughs> I didn't do any underneath that. So do you know any of these? Is she Oni? 
my nana god <laughs> what is that uh Baba Yaga, I like the sound of. Skinny witch bitch. <laughs> yes, mate. Chupacabra, yeah. He's a goat yeah. sucker. A goat sucker son. So those ones Chimera. I've not done because Chimera. they're a bit boring. You've actually put... I'm just reading some of the things in the brackets <laughs> so, now. Ushiani, ox demon spider bat thing. We've got man and angle, which is vampire weirdo. We've got the bise. The nice cow. Which is the nice cow. <laughs> <laughs> what makes it a nice cow? We've got Baba Yaga, the skinny witch bitch. And we've also got the Chupacabra, the goat sucker, which I don't think I've actually done anything on. So forget that one. Okay. That's I feel like people bit. know what that is anyway. Yeah, it's pretty common. The other ones were Chimera, Alp, and Banshee, which was fire-breathing cunt, uh, vampire <laughs> elf, and loud bitch. <laughs> Banshee, yeah, loud bitch. Okay, so... So do you know any of those? I know uh, Banshee, Chupacabra, Chimera. I don't think I know the others. Okay, ba- brilliant. Ba- so Baba Yaga I might have heard of, or Baba Yaga. I think it's Baba Yaga. Baba Yaga, yeah. Okay, well, we'll go for... We can call it Skinny we'll Witch We'll go through bitch. them anyway. Like skinny Witch Bitch. Yeah. Rolls off the tongue quite nicely. Okay, so the Ushi Oni, which is the Ox Demon... Demon, <laughs> the ox demon spider bat the thing. Ox demon spider batted thing. <laughs> so this is a brutal and savage beast that uh, basically their appearance varies depending on where they are in Japan or where you are, I suppose. Uh, it's usually an ox's head with sharp upward curving horns, bat-like wings, and a slender tongue. I'm not sure I like the way they describe that tongue, to be honest. I've never heard anyone say a slender tongue. Nothing's ever good about the word slender, but when you're describing a tongue, Mm. definitely not. No. No. I I don't like that. So most depictions I have found, uh, though, tend to show it as more of a spider-like creature with six legs, long singular claws on each leg. (laughs) Aragog! Now, it is pretty weird. Like I haven't got a picture with me at the moment, but I will put one up on Instagram for the viewers, um, or the listeners, rather. And it is pretty Sorry. pretty scary. <laughs> I, I know this is supposed to be scary, but I've just read the next bit. Uh, they appear on beaches, mountains, forests, rivers, swamps, and lakes. <laughs> so everywhere, so, then. So basically avoid nature. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you stay in your house, you'll be fine. Yeah. So the legend of the Ushi Oni varies depending on where you're from in Japan, much like their appearance. And apparently it can do many things. So I'd not like you to read this next bit just because it's kind of funny. Okay. So apparently it can do many things. And here's just a few of them. So it can curse a place. It can give you an illness. It can steal fish from boats. Interesting. It licks your shadow. What? With its slender tongue. What might be the benefit of licking someone's shadow? I don't know. And then one thing that might happen is that you might be approached by a strange woman. Now, this seems to be a regular thing in Japanese legends, I found, because you've got that one that's like got a huge slit mouth. Have you heard of her? Yes. And she comes over and asks if she's pretty. And then whatever you say, basically you get killed by her. It's got like a Chelsea grin, basically. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Or you've got that one, uh, I think it's Teka Teka from when I spoke about it in the one of the Urban Legends episodes, I think, actually. And she crawls around on her fingertips, and that's what the noise is. And Do you know she what? approaches you and asks, have you seen my legs? <laughs> <laughs> have you seen my legs? <laughs> legs? 
dip bastard like dude um <laughs> i'd just like to say um that we i may have mentioned this before but these these leg references that we keep coming back to uh, we have the og himself here yeah, that made the video that the we originator. keep referencing so it's an honor thank you <laughs> i i probably had it on my phone at one point but um it's probably I've, on the WhatsApp somewhere. I've got a new phone now, but... We'll find it eventually. Yeah, it's basically... Um, I don't know if you wanted an explanation, but you're getting one. Josh has given one, but you can give one. Yeah, so there was an app called Mad Lips. There probably still is, but you could dub over the top of um, like famous video clips. Yeah. And uh, I think this is probably one that had been banded around, but it was a... Um, it was a little baby, wasn't it? Being basically baptized. Just, yeah. Um, quite aggressively the guy was pretty much dunking this baby like full in the water head first proper Michael Jordan shit and it was just me going dip bastard legs in dip head in head (laughs) in again you said (laughs) and then at the end it was sort of like that'll teach little bastard to steal me cheese and then I did like a girly laugh at the end (laughs) Um, it was funny yeah Anyway, that's context. Not that people care. <laughs> Probably not. Just whenever like, we mention legs. Stop was... going on about these damn legs, man. Fucking legs, mate. <laughs> so, one thing that might happen is that you're approached by this strange woman. And uh, <clears throat> this woman will approach you and ask you to hold her baby. And when you take the baby, it will turn to stone or as heavy as stone. And so. then you can't move. And then the Ushioni will come and eat you with so, its slender tongue. So, so, so let me understand this. She looks like a normal woman. Yep, completely and normal And she hands woman. you what looks like a normal baby. Yes. And then the baby turns to stone. Yes. And the Ushioni will and then eat you. I don't know whether it eats the baby as well because you can't move. But is the woman the Ushioni? She changes into the... no. Oh. She's just a beta. Like, oh, so the Ushioni you. conjures the woman with the baby. Well, that's a different theory. I've just read that this woman is there and she works with the Ushioni. And it's like, oh, I'll capture these people for you and you come and eat them. Oh, fuck. Japan's yeah. fucked, isn't it? <laughs> I, don't, I don't like any story I've heard from Japan. It doesn't nah. even have to be a horror thing. <laughs> Licking your shadow and feeding it, not feeding you, giving you stony babies. <laughs> And then eating you. Oh, I mean, dear. giving you an illness. I mean, you could pass that off as just being ill anyway and stealing fish from boats. The, but The stealing fish from boats was interesting because it, it sounds like they act like sirens in the sense of like they'll talk to you and you get lured to an island. And so then when you get off the boat or whatever, you walk over to where you think the voice is, it will appear from the other end and you have to walk back to the other end of the island by which time they've come and stolen your fish, mate. So yeah. don't fuck with an Ushiani. Don't fuck with it at all. And does it lick the fish's shadow before it steals it? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's getting silly now. Oh, for fuck's sake. Sorry. Oh, sorry. I know. Get out. <laughs> get in the bin, mate. <laughs> so uh, the only way to get rid of one of these vile creatures is to give it his favourite thing. Alcohol. He loves what? a good sesh, this lad. <laughs> he just likes fucking fish and alcohol. <laughs> it should be a cool it should be called an ushi on it oh yes mate oh you've done it <laughs> i like the little annotation there alex thank you ushi on it right yes, so mate. that was the first urban legend do you want to go on with uh another one of your straw st- <laughs> strawries straw i do actually have a bit of an urban 
legend myself. Okay. But it's um it's another one that made me laugh. Give us so a snurber legend. So <laughs> my um my one here is um called The Legend of Jenny Green Teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Which to me sounds okay. like some homeless woman that's searching the bins for moldy bread out the back of Tesco's or something. Um anyway. She is a water spirit from English folklore that is said to pull children and the elderly into waterways Ooh. to drown them. <sighs> well, it wouldn't be to have fun with them, would it? What? <laughs> you, you said it like it was some twist, like she pulls them into the water to drown them. As if I was going to oh, yeah, go, yeah, yeah, no, because oh, yeah, they could have a swim. I don't know why I said it like that. Like, yeah, she's going to pull them into the water to fucking lick their shadow. <laughs> Um, there was a, an Australian woman, <clears throat> don't know why an Australian woman named Karen, okay. who reportedly, uh, took a picture of Jenny Greenteeth in 2018 and oh, showing the picture to Alex. That is not green. <laughs> no, she's not green, but her teeth might be. Where are her teeth? Well, I, I don't know. She's facing the oh, she... fucking way. <laughs> <laughs> she's in the corner there of the picture and she right. looks like she but it just looks like a she's homeless like woman. like a woman, yeah. It might not even be a homeless woman, it just looks like a woman facing the other way. Mm. Or it could still be a <laughs> woman. <laughs> could still be a man. <laughs> <laughs> why that why was I trying work, to say why was I trying to say man like man. Man. <laughs> Spooky. Um yeah, basically, uh there's been many sightings of her she's a mysterious figure with long black hair wearing a dark cloak uh is it a cloak or is it just a coat i think it was just a coat judging by the picture but i think this is like other people's accounts okay um it's quite funny the possible suggestions uh for jenny green teeth um people have suggested that it's just a made-up story to stop children venturing into places where they shouldn't go well there are plenty of stories like that such as the bogeyman which i discussed in another episode yeah uh, funny uh, we should mention homeless people because um, they've actually put perhaps the lo- a local homeless woman with bad teeth became the inspiration for such a mythical figure but then if you've got bad teeth I've never known them to go green they've always gone yellow yeah I mean how long do you have to not brush them or like for moss to be growing on it I mean I suppose you're just eating green Lay stuff wrong. all the time <laughs> Come on, Mars. <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> um, oh, dear. Yeah, so she's been spotted at the St. James Cemetery in Liverpool, I believe. Um, and, like, compared to La, La Llorona, which oh, is like La Llorona. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I feel like La Llorona is well scarier than fucking Jenny Greenteeth, for fuck's mm. sake. <laughs> I, just, I can't remember who La Llorona is. She is, um, I'm sure she's like Mexican folklore. Yeah. She comes wandering out of the, I think she murdered her children, lady that murdered her children, drowned him in the sea. And people that claim to see her hear a crying woman. She like wanders out of the sea or something. Oh. And she tries to claim other victims to sort of, in the hope that she's going to bring her children back to life. Um, Because I think she killed her children and then killed herself. Oh. Oh. I I might have that right. Yeah, I think I I know what you're on about. There's films and stuff. There's so many legends that are very, very similar that you start to confuse them. 
yeah. and stuff. Because there was one that I knew of where two kids were kept in a uh, a house yeah. alone with her. So not alone. And then um, they basically starved or something. Mm. That was exciting. Carry on. <laughs> it could, it could, it could actually be that it might. Be. Either way, she killed her children and then killed herself, I believe. And then, actually, if uh, th- this might please Josh quite a bit, I know he's also a fan of Grimm. Uh, yeah. Um. They there's actually an episode of Grimm where she's featured. Okay. Um. I know that a lot of the creatures and stuff in that are based around folklore and stuff. Sheep shapeshifters and stuff that turn into animals and stuff i think they called vesson yes it's an episode and i i think nuke's top five has featured her a lot okay she's been featured a lot um normally a woman dressed in white with like long dark hair oh like they, the ring type thing it, yeah it's all fucking japanese shit again it's <laughs> terrifying as we know so yeah that okay basically. so that was the tale of jenny Greenteeth. yeah basically it's some not fucking weird woman wandering about not really all that exciting to be fair but I just thought Jenny Greenteeth was funny. Yeah. Um, it sounds like your local homeless woman. Not that everybody has a local homeless woman. <laughs> um, but yeah. I've met your mum. <laughs> Mate, she's got brown teeth, not green. <laughs> anyway. Okay, well, I'll read my next one then. Okay. So we have got the man and angle. The man and angle. Which I struggled to pronounce this for a while. I'm, I was like, man and angle? <laughs> I'm really interested to hear what this is because... I couldn't even read it. Okay, so the man and angle is a creature from the Philippines. It's able to separate its top half from its lower half, and it has wings and fangs. What? Right. And it's a scary, hideous female. I think that describes all women. <laughs> Ray, Ray. Lads, lads, lads. I, so, how is it? How it? I don't understand. Oh, you'll get to it. So it goes for sleeping pregnant women using its tongue to suck at the hearts of fetuses and those that are sleeping. The fuck is it with you and tongues? I know. I mean, at this point, when you've got to the point where you're tongue in a fetus, it's just, <laughs> you, you've got to realise something's gone wrong in your life. The hearts of fetuses. Yeah. Um, so uh, my question is, how is it getting into the pregnant women to get to the fetus? Because you know that's down one end of the body. <laughs> where the fuck is that tongue going? Oh, mate, I've got so many things floating around in my head right now how is it able to separate itself in two that... magic <laughs> you're a wizard harry oh no oh. i felt sad when i mentioned Hagrid before <laughs> did you yeah oh, i, I just tried you had. just tried to cover it up oh, i didn't realize i it. just so, moved on swiftly peace robbie coltrane this is now i think the fourth fucking person we've had on this podcast that's died not as a guest um i know but Robbie Coltrane hits the hardest because oh, he does. He's, he's massive. He's childhood. He was childhood. <laughs> <laughs> he was, yeah, he was. He, it's mad. Uh, yeah, let's not go into that because we're doing scary. R.O.P. Robbie Coltrane. Yeah, that's all I'll say. That that would that would sum, sum it up quite nicely. I just realised you said he hits the hardest because he's massive. <laughs> <laughs> so it also haunts couples in love and newlyweds. Uh, apparently, jealous much? Yes. Oh, I want to be jealous of the tongue. Oh, I thought you meant me. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, like, I want to be tongued. No, she's jealous of the couples in love and the newlyweds because she wants to get her tongue going in. Right. A fucking nonsense. So, 
There was actually one I was going to do called Melonheads, but I decided against it. Oh, that sounds it. good. It was weird. Um, like the sound based on a true story as well. Are you jealous, though? Uh, well, of the tongue going in. Kind of. I mean, I ain't got a JJ, so... Yeah, but that's <laughs> mad, is it? <laughs> no, nah, but it's just food for thought on it. Oh, I thought you were going to say something else then. Fucking It's just food. I thought you were going to say foof. <laughs> foof for thought. So apparently it was left at the altar once uh, from this description. I'm not surprised. And uh, so grooms are one of its favourites. Oh, so that's the... Re- yeah, that's okay. why it goes for newlyweds. It stuff. was left at the altar once. Yeah. Uh, it can sever its lower half of its body, which will remain standing as its upper half half of its body (laughs) (laughs) sprouts wings and flies towards its next victim. Now, can you imagine that? Like the the fucking legs just stood there, legs and (laughs) the body just goes, and just flies off. So does it only sprout wings when it's... (laughs) Not fangs. Fangs and wings. Um, Does it only do the wings when it's the top bit separated from the legs? Yeah, so it won't have the wings when it's just a person. Okay. Uh, it will only sprout the wings when it's going to fly off. That makes sense. But then it begs the question, why leave the legs there? Mate, if I saw a pair of fucking legs, I'm not going to go fucking messing with them. I think if you're seeing the pair of legs and you're not getting attacked, you're one lucky fucker. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I, I'd be surprised if you're even seeing the legs to start with. If yeah. the fucking top half is sprouting wings and fucking towards you. That'd be horrifying. Fucking towards you. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be fucking... I don't think you'd even see the legs. No, I think you're right. No, so, you've gone into fucking... <laughs> Smoking Stephen. Yeah. Uh, so, Hello, mate. apparently spreading salt, crushed garlic, or... Oh, yeah, of course it is, yeah. Isn't that the answer to most things? ash on the top of its uh, severed legs will result in the death of the man and angle, as its upper half won't be able to reconnect with its lower half, and it will perish by sunrise. Why are these things always so impossible, though? Because they're, you're never going to get the chance to do that. If the top half is separated from the legs and it's... I said that, like... You did, didn't you? We aren't even the trying. The legs. Legs. Um, if, yeah, if that's happened and you're being attacked by the top half, you're not even going to get a chance. No. You're getting attacked, like, throwing shit well, at when it. When something's but... coming at you with daggers in its... <laughs> Dagg- <laughs> Daggers in its you teeth. Daggers in legs. I said daggets. Daggy. <laughs> when it, yeah, when something's like flying at you with its mouth, like gob open, fucking daggers straight at you. Well, it's, yeah. it's fangs, but yeah. You're not going to go, oh, it's not like you, you now salt bay all over it. <laughs> it's not like you've even got fucking salt and ash and shit ready, is it? I've always got ash in my back pocket. Rest in peace, man. Oh, for <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't know why you've just made me think of Robbie Coltrane again. <laughs> oh, oh, dear. So either that or you can carry one of the following items around with you. So let's see if you have any of these in your pockets right now. Do you yeah. have a dagger in your pocket? That's why. Oh, you're just happy to see people me. People always think I'm pleased to see her, mate. That's what it is. A light or any source of light like the sun. What? Yeah, I always got the fucking sun in my back pocket, mate. Fucking front pocket. I mean, pocket. Jacob must enjoy that. <laughs> Shove the sun oh. in there. <laughs> yeah, as I just shoved my three-year-old son in my pocket. I'm sure he's going to appreciate me shoving his face into a fucking demon <laughs> legless face thing. Vinegar? Vigana, yes. <laughs> Always got the Vigana. Spices? 
I mean, vinegar and spices go hand in hand, so yeah, why not? Well, the tail of a stingray. <laughs> what? <laughs> Mate, whoever wrote this is on glue. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> yeah, because where... Yeah, okay. That's readily available to most people. I know you're a fan of getting tail, but... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when I'm cooking, I quite often use the dagger to chop up the stingray vinegar. tail. Oh. And I season it with vinegar and spices, and then... I need to turn the, the light on need sometimes. the light to see what I'm fucking doing. You so, are yeah. safe as... Safeness. Uh, safe as... Yeah, I, what, what is the saying? Safe as houses. That's it. I was yeah. going to say apples. I was going to say safe as punch, but that's a different <laughs> saying. Proud as punch. Proud as punch. That's the She'll one. She'll be apples. That's what I was thinking of. Um, <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> it's Australian, Tom and Hardy. Um, oh, okay, yeah. It just means it'll be fine. Big up, Tom and Hardy. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah so yeah, that's... Safe, safe as houses, mate, in the kitchen, because nothing's going to come out here with your cooking. Just stay in the kitchen. Yeah. Women. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> Son of a I'm bitch. joking. Oh, fucking hell. Um, I think I might have one more uh, urban legend. Have you ever heard of Crybaby Bridge? I've heard of it, but I can't remember what it is. So <clears throat> I'm not going to go too far into this, but it's just something that kind of creeps me out. So I thought I'd go into it a little bit. Okay. There are several legends of this and mostly from around the US. Mm-hmm. And it normally involves, like the story goes, that parents have got an unwanted child. They leave the baby on the bridge to perish. Yeah. Sometimes will actually commit suicide themselves on the bridge. And then years later when people are traveling on said bridge, they'll hear the cries of the baby. And I think a bit like... Oh, was that a speed bump? (laughs) No, it's the pregnant woman led on the floor. The, <laughs> she's trying to get rid of the baby. So they right. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's how they separate their legs from the body. Yes, there you go. I don't know all how... All men and angles are pregnant women that have been run over. See, all of these stories just mangle into one. Man and Man angle. angle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. How did that happen? Uh, uh, yeah, they all man and, and angle into one. <laughs> so um, the way I picture sort of a typical kind of american bridge in the middle of nowhere is kind of like that oh yeah like a wooden floor with like a yeah it's quite red dead that, isn't it? walls and a roof over the top yeah so i, I can imagine driving through one of those at night is mm-hmm. going to be pretty freaky as it is but then to hear a baby crying i mean that for me in a, in a certain type of scenario is scary as fuck yeah kids are horrifying yeah just in general i i don't like i you're thinking I'm going to say I don't like kids. <laughs> um, you love them. <laughs> Nonce. <laughs> <You're... laughs> How the fuck do I come back from that? Uh, moving on from the nonce. Um, um, yes, the crybaby thing. Uh, I, I just don't like the sound of babies crying. Like when Ava's crying, um, my four-month-old daughter, it's just... Especially when you can tell she's in pain. Like if she's got wind or something, she starts crying. Mm. You can tell she's got like a, a tummy ache or something. Yeah. Her cries are horrible because you know there's not really a whole lot you can... Moi. Do. <laughs> what noise was that? <laughs> I'll just give her a little kiss and it make you feel better. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. That's very sensual, what? isn't it? <laughs> Fucking nonce. <laughs> um, my point is, a baby crying is not nice at the best of times. No. So to hear one in that type of scenario is fucking grim. Yes. Like, I, I can't think of anything worse. Um, there was one specific one here. A young woman became pregnant out of wedlock. Her family disowned her for this, and she was incredibly upset. Um, the young woman eventually gave birth to a healthy child, and the following evening she crept out under the cover of darkness to Van Sant Bridge, which is mm-hmm. the very same one i showed you uh she clambered to the top of the bridge then threw the baby off jesus distraught at what she had done she then hung herself hung herself my (laughs) words got stuck in my throat there um locals claim that if you park your car on the bridge you can hear the cries of the poor lost baby now if that not is not bad enough you may also hear the toes of its mother scraping on your car's roof jesus christ why its toes i don't know but I, I, well, no, because she's hung, scrape. Because she's hung herself, isn't it? Oh yeah, the, yeah. I suppose it's nails. Is um, that not similar to what? Yeah, I Josh... said a story about that before. When I first read that, I thought, "Why is it toes scraping?" And then I thought, "Hang on a minute, she's hung herself." So that's yeah. pretty obvious. Um, as well as being associated with the hanging mother, this crybaby bridge also was once used as a hanging place for horse thieves. So that was probably like way back in the day. Oh, I did say, um, didn't it? It looked a bit Red Dead Redemption-y. Yeah. Um, there's plenty of these in America. A lot of them seem to be in Ohio for some reason. So whether this is a thing that's originated from there, um, I don't really know. But yeah, Crybaby Bridge, just the thought of it just creeps me out a bit. So yeah, That is a bit creepy. Yeah, that was another sort of kind of urban legend. I found it in urban legends, so... Yeah, That's I mean, it with. technically is. It's yeah. more of a sort of ghost story as well, isn't it? Yeah, so quite a, quite a few of the things that I was finding kind of had that type of thing to it. So, yeah. Um, yeah, Okay. there's that. Just creeps the fuck out of me, basically. Yeah, babies. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to have a little... little, little uh, a, a little <laughs> relax? A little Maybe. bit of a light relief. Yes. With the, the bise. Yes, go for the bise. The nice cow. Okay. Okay. So this this thing here is a Chinese uh, thing. Uh, <coughs> it originates from a Chinese thing. So it's a, it's a well-read, intelligent <laughs> creature with the ability to understand human language. Okay. It's originally encountered by uh, the Yellow Emperor of China, which sounds like I'm being racist, but I'm not. No. That's actually his name. Uh, he saw it whilst he was on patrol. Okay. Um, and... Was he on glue as well? <laughs> <laughs> the creature then told him about all the different supernatural creatures of the world, all 11,520 of them. He told them, uh, he told him about how to overcome their hauntings and attacks. 11,520 is a very specific number for all the different supernatural creatures. It is. And of this world. It's a lot more than I thought there would be, I've got to be honest. Yeah. And for him to have told him about all of that, how long the how I'm not sure I could, long was this emperor stood there for? Yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure I could tell you twenty. Never mind <laughs> eleven thousand five hundred and twenty. And why the fuck, right? Did he then go? Uh, he stood there and wrote all eleven thousand five hundred twenty of these Fucking cunts hell. down. <laughs> so I'm wondering, did he bring the baize back with him to his house? Yeah. 
like one for more, one for homies. One more, one more, one more. Trying to read it. One more for tea tonight, love. One more, one more, one more. One eight. Um, and also, how did the topic come up? Because it's not the first thing I'd ask a talking cow. I've got to be honest. Like, what would you ask a talking cow? Why do you moo? <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. You'd be like, well, actually, it goes back to these 11,520 creatures. Uh, <laughs> yeah, actually, mate, it's not even a moo at all. You're fucking coward. It's, it's uh, Chinese for your mum. <laughs> me? Ooh, boo. I yeah. don't know what I would I, ask a, a talking cow, to be honest. I think I'd, I'd be like, well, where do you go to watch films? And he'd be like, the movies. Oh, Fucking should have seen Sorry, that shit coming. Utterly atrocious. Oh. Uh we'll carry on. Second <laughs> <laughs> so, out. It was all written into a book called The Bise 2, which no longer exists, conveniently enough. Oh, I thought you could order it off Amazon. <laughs> Although segments exist in other texts. So this creature has got nine eyes. Why not? A human face, <laughs> a massive cow body. And horns all over. Horns all over. So it's got horns on its face and on its like back ass bit. I don't know, front ass, but with back ass. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking horny devil's got horns all over his back ass. <laughs> uh, mate, honestly, whenever I'm talking about my asses, I talk about my back ass and my front ass. Right, oh, so hang on. It's got nine eyes, a human face, massive cow body, and horns all over its back ass and front ass. <laughs> yes. Does it also have a left and right ass? It's front bum. <laughs> front bottom. So uh, uh, it was originally thought that it would eat bad dreams and evil experiences. And okay. as a result of this, many people hung the picture of it up as outside their front gates and inside their houses. So yeah, pretty chill. Pretty chill, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. That one, I mean, mate, these are all fucking weird, but... The horns all over is weird. Mm. Um, Why has it got multiple anuses as well? That's what I want. <laughs> Didn't even list that in Wiki. I've <laughs> just discovered that now. Mate, you I feel like you're a big fan of anuses anyway. Oh, I love anus, especially when it lasts for like over 30 minutes and Josh gets slightly frustrated because he's getting uncomfortable. Mate, I love, I love an anus that goes over 30 minutes. <laughs> It's, and if it comes over 30 minutes... Oh, then, God, <laughs> if it's continually coming for over 30 minutes, you better see a doctor. I don't see why Josh has got a problem with the long anus. <laughs> the six-foot anus. Yes. Oh, Christ. Oh, what dear. does that even look like? <laughs> I don't want to know. You could step into it. <laughs> don't worry about stepping to Christmas. Oh. Step into anus. That's why it's so horny. If it's oh. got a fucking six foot long anus. Fucking hell. Jesus Christ. Okay. What, what's your next thing then, Dave? Right. You got any more I've short ones? I've got a couple of really short... Anuses. Uh, an <laughs> <laughs> I've got some very, very short, scary stories. They're supposed to be scary, but I'll let you be the judge. Okay, I'm going to put some, like, uh, thunder and lightning over this. Scary stories. It was not even close. <laughs> what was it? Manalag. Oh, Manalag. Oh, yeah. It was not Manalag either. What the fuck was that? Manning. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
are you supposed to remember? It's like your thing earlier with Joseph Fritzl. You were like, oh. yeah, Frickle. <laughs> I said Joseph Frickle, and then I said Joseph Prickle, didn't I? Was Friggle. Frinkle. Frinkle, that Frinkle was and it. Ginkle or something. And you're like, no, it's Joseph Fritzl. <laughs> And then I was thinking of somebody else entirely that was a different thing altogether. Anyway, yeah, Joseph Frinkle, what a guy. Ah, oh. <laughs> fucking matey boy off the Simpsons, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, Dr. Frink. Yeah, or Professor anyway. Frink or whatever. This one is called Mommy's Home. Oh, you're going to do it in an accent? I think I might do an American accent. Okay, speak up a little bit, though. Okay. Uh, okay, so this one starts, I heard one. Oh, because it's somebody telling a story. Okay. A father is laying in bed after just waking up. He grabs the baby monitor and walks to his desk in his office at home. He has his baby on the baby monitor. <laughs> Which makes me laugh. Because, number one, what else are you going to have on the baby monitor? A moose. <laughs> He's got a baby moose. That was quite horny. Oh, no, it's a fucking antler. <laughs> it's antlers, isn't it? Sorry, I had to think about that for a second. So, do you want to put babies and being horny? What's going on? I've done myself in there because since when do moose have fucking horns? They've got those fucking antler things. There's a moose in the hoose and he's got a massive. <laughs> Why do I go back to the fucking horny thing? Oh, Jesus. Anyway, I either pictured that or just like he's just got a baby sat on a baby monitor. <laughs> anyway, okay. He hears his wife singing to her. He cracks a smile as he hears his wife. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. That's terrifying. (laughs) Good, that's kind of what I was going for. When suddenly the front door opens up and his wife comes in with groceries. What? Yep. Oh, that changed. Yep. Okay. Yep. I'm I'm interested. Is that it? That's it. (laughs) (laughs) Can we... Can, it, can we at least try and finish it with something? Mate, no, this is the point of these stories. These get you interested. Oh, you, no, that's fucking it, mate. I want a moose. <laughs> I'm going to move on to this next one. Um, this one's slightly longer, and then I've got one more after this. But okay. the, other, the, yeah, next, the, the third one is really short. This person's put, here's one that scared the living shit out of me when I was younger. Ooh. See if it has the same effect. A young boy is sleeping in his bed on a usual night. <laughs> He hears footsteps outside his door and peeks out of his eyes to see what is happening. <laughs> what the fuck else is he going to peek out of his, his back, back ass? ass. <laughs> he peeks out of his back ass to see. Jeez. Honestly, I pick some of these just because of the way they're written. That's funny. Um, his door swings open quietly to reveal a murderer. Like he already knows. <laughs> mid-kill. Like, oh, Car- sorry. Oh, no. He, he, the reason he knows is because it's carrying the corpses of his parents. Oh. That's, That's nice. After silently popping... Not popping. Propping. Propping. <laughs> after silently propping them up on a chair, he writes something on the wall in the blood of the dead bodies. He then hides under the child's bed. He could have said hides under the child? <laughs> <laughs> he Get hide- on a minute. <laughs> I'm still peeking out my back ass, mate. It's <laughs> fucking six foot long. Hang on a minute. <laughs> give Alex a minute to compose himself. Oh, jeez. Oh. Oh, <laughs> Just give yourself a minute, mate. 
child is scared beyond belief. He can't read the writing on the wall, and he knows the man is under his bed. Like any child, he pretends he slept through the whole thing. He lays still as the bodies, quietly hearing the breathe, the breath, the breathe, the breaths <laughs> from under his bed. I'm getting a case of um, Alex can't talk. It's it's con- contagious, I think. An hour passes, and his eyes are adjusting more and more to the darkness. He tries to make out the words, but it's a struggle. He gasps when he finally makes out the sentence. I know you're awake. He feels something shift under his bed. Eek. Eek. I feel like that's not as scary as the first one. No, I mean, <coughs> the first one was less. So I think there was like more to the imagination. But with that story, that actually reminds me of something that when I was younger, I used to always fear that there was somebody under my bed mm. with a knife. Ooh. And that they would have it pressed right where my spine is, and they would just go and shove it through the mattress into me. And because I had a bunk bed, like without a lower bunk, it was just a desk underneath, and you could stand underneath quite easily. Mm. And I thought, fucking hell! So I used to have to peer under my bed every night, and the just fear I had of just like raising my head over and looking underneath. Nah, that was horrible. I I don't think I would be able to have bunk beds for that reason. Even yeah. if I had a sibling sleeping mm. underneath, that's just just weird. Because the thought for me of something like demonic clinging on right on underneath, yeah, so that your sibling underneath could see the oh the yeah see it as well. Yeah, sleep paralysis. Oh mate, don't even get into Which sleep paralysis. Something... I've had it. Yeah, I've had it before. Maybe we can talk about that in a minute. Then that'll be cool. Yeah. Um, Okay, well, I got my Baba Yaga, so I'll read that. Why does that sound like a fucking really hot, like, pepper of some sort? I don't know. Oh, mate, if you're fucking, you know, if you're fucking hard now, do you want to go for the Baba Yaga, mate? What was that accent? I don't know. <laughs> it's like Australian, but you weren't sure. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, mm. I don't want to offend uh, Tom O'Hardy. I've got to go for it. I've I think t- I'll appreciate you more if you do. Just, just go for it. But I'm not sure if I can do like full on. That might have been the best you could get out of me. Nah, I reckon you can do better. Go, right. on, go and try it. You reckon I can do better? Not slightly better. Yeah. yeah. I, I've not done an Australian accent load, so I'm not... I, I feel know. like you've probably done it more because you've... I talk to myself more. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I practice accents in the car for like characters and that. So oh, okay. I do a lot. And they're not necessarily very good. Sporting Stevens the best. Sporting Stevens way... Way, yeah. way better than a lot of them. But American, I'm quite happy with. Although I did send a Snapchat to um, the Greener Grass once. Ah. And uh, they said that my American was quite nasally. So I was like, well, fuck you guys. <laughs> uh, maybe it was just the audio. So I thought mine was all right. How do you make American nasally without... <laughs> <laughs> all right, Chief Wiggum. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um that was a back reference to a previous that episode. Was, that was good. Uh, so I'm going to do... I'll, I'll go Australian with this. Okay. And we'll try it. I'm going to do my deep Australian. And it might be shit. It might be all right. <clears throat> so. So. <laughs> so. The, the Baba Yaga is a soup. Soup? It's a soup? <laughs> it's not coming. <laughs> I need it to like feel a certain way in my throat to be able to... To be able to do this voice, Baba Yaga's <laughs> not coming. That's why you can't do Australian. Baba Yaga. <laughs> <laughs> not getting any better, mate. No. 
Why am, no, don't do it. Okay, I got it now. Why am right, I picturing Baby Yoda? I don't know. It's fucking weird. Baby Yoda, Baba Yaga. So, the Baba Yaga. The uh, Baba Yaga is a uh, supernatural being. No, it's gone again. What the fuck? I'm no, just... it's the way you even went, it's a, uh, just to try and get you into the, it's a uh, supernatural. I mean, I could do it in a higher higher voice. Like, uh, the Baba Yaga is a supernatural being. uh who appears as a deformed and a ferocious-looking woman, but I don't like that one. I, I like it lower down, where it's like, no, the uh, it's a supernatural <laughs> being who appears as a deformed and ferocious-looking woman uh, in uh, fairy tales. It's uh, depicted as uh, flying around in, in a mortar and wielding a pestle. Uh, but I'm going to go with normal because I'm losing it already. Yeah. Uh, so the Baba Yaga is a supernatural being who appears <laughs> as a deformed and ferocious looking woman. You've read this about five times now. <laughs> the Baba Yaga is a supernatural. <laughs> she lives in a hut in the forest that stands on chicken legs. No. What? <laughs> How the fuck are chicken legs supporting any fucking weight at all? I don't know. This is as bad as the fucking horny six-foot anus moose. moose. When inside of her dwelling, she may be found stretched out over the stove, reaching from one corner of the hut to another. What the fuck does that even mean? She's huge, mate. She's got a six-foot anus. <laughs> Baba Yaga <laughs> may sense and mention the scent of those that visit her. Her nose may stick to the ceiling. What? Particular emphasis may be placed by some narrators on the repulsiveness of her vagina, nose, breasts, or back ass. <laughs> repulsiveness of her back ass. Then I oh, I like the picture. What's the information? Picture? So it looks very Russian, which is okay to say that because it is to do with Russian um, folklore. I was going to say, don't a lot of these like weird fairy tales come from like Russian? Yes, and in John Wick, uh, he is referred to as the Baba Yaga by a Russian character. Ah, so, good trivia. And they say, no, he is the one you called to kill the fucking boogeyman. <laughs> <laughs> good impression. That was nice. Like it. Ah, cheers. Better than uh... but I thought you were going to say Baba Yaga, but no. Boogie, boogeyman. Pokemon. So Pokemon. I'll, I'll read this. In some tales of the Baba Yaga, a trio of Baba Yagas appear as sisters, all sharing the same name. For example, Fucking sisters. In the version of the Maiden Tsar, collected in the 19th century by Alexander Afanasyev. Afanasly. <laughs> no, there's no L in there. It was Afanasyev. Afanasyev. Oh, yeah. Ivan, a handsome merchant's son makes his way to the home of one of three Baba Yagas. He journeyed onwards, straight ahead, and finally came to a little hut. It stood in an open field, turning on chicken legs. <laughs> he entered and found Baba Yaga, the bony-legged. <laughs> fee, fee, or fi-fi, I don't really know what that says. F-I-E. For I'm going to go with fi-fi. Okay, fi-fi. Fee fee fi fi fo fo fum fum. Fee fi fo fum. Uh, she said, the Russian smell was never heard of nor caught sight of here, but it has come by itself. Are you here of your own free will or by compulsion, my good youth? Uh, largely of my own free will. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking episode of these twice as much by compulsion. Do, do you know, Baba Yaga, uh, where lies the thrice tenth kingdom? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> no, I do not, she said, and told him to go to her second sister. She might know. It's like Ivan. The... Sorry. <laughs> I was going to say, like the tale of the three brothers from. It is a bit, yeah. isn't it? Ivan walks for some time before encountering a small hut identical to the first. This Baba Yaga makes the same comments and asks the same questions as the first, and Ivan asks the same question. The second Baba Yaga does not know either and directs him to the third, but says that if she gets angry with him and wants to devour you, take three horns from her. For fuck's sake, the horns again. And ask her... Permission to blow them. <laughs> what? Blow the first one softly, the second one louder, and the third one louder still. Ivan thanks her and continues on his journey. He's After thinking, w- he's thinking, how have I not got any back arse action there? <laughs> <laughs> She's blowing me, but... <laughs> After walking for some time, Ivan eventually finds the chicken-legged hut of the youngest of the three sisters, turning in an open field. This third and youngest of the Baba Yagas makes the same comment about the Russian smell before running to wet her teeth and consume Ivan. Wet her teeth? Yeah. Ivan Mm. begs her to give him three horns, and she does so. The first he blows softly, the second louder, and the third louder yet. This causes birds of all sorts to arrive and swarm the hut. One of the birds is the firebird, which tells him to hop on its back or Baba Yaga will eat him. He does so, and the Baba Yaga rushes him and grabs the firebird by its tail. The firebird leaves with Ivan, leaving Baba Yaga behind with a fistful of firebird feathers. And that is the story of the three Baba Yagas. Wow. Which has no conclusion to it whatsoever. Like, what? What was the point in that? Through part of that, I'm thinking this. This sounds like it could be made into a fucking Hollywood, like horror film. But no, because there's nothing to it. No. The next story, the next two stories I've got is actually way better. So okay. The the Baba Yaga is um is it's just yeah. yeah it's a bit weird yeah not necessarily a horror story because the two of them were nice. Yeah. And they weren't going to eat Ivan for absolutely no reason. Yeah. Is it just because he smelled Russian? (laughs) (laughs) What is smell of Russian? I don't know. I'd smell like freedom and communism. (laughs) And chicken legs. (laughs) Okay. Do you want to read your true crime thing that you're on about? Yeah. So I don't know how many you've got left, but this is like my last thing. Two. Okay. So we can. I've got a potentially fake one. And a real one. Okay. Interesting. Uh, what I have is, I feel a bit of true crime, a bit of supernatural, a bit of... Uh, I actually found it in Urban Legends, so I feel like it very much is has that element to it. But this... <laughs> scared the shit out of me. <laughs> it's the first time you've used the thing, the whole <laughs> fucking episode, and it's... <laughs> Uh, okay. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Carry on. Right. So this is called The Curse of Johnny Frank Garrett. 
Oh, I don't know why I said Garrett quite. It's a carrot. Johnny Frank Garrett. So, the brief little synopsis for this story is as follows. <laughs> why do you drink so seductively? <laughs> why do you? What? How is that seductive? <laughs> it's like the my eyes. top lip, like. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, in terms of Alexness, it's seductive. Johnny Frank Garrett was executed for a crime he claimed he didn't commit. Within a few years of his death, 14 people who had played a part in his conviction were dead. Was this a result of the curse of Johnny Frank Garrett? No. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking end of story. <laughs> so, if I go briefly into the crime that was supposedly committed, and then I'll talk about some of the people who died as a result of alleged curse on Halloween in 1981. <laughs> yeah. So that actually makes the story even more kind of... In 1981. Yeah. On Halloween. Ooh. Oh, yeah, I didn't hear that bit. Yeah. <laughs> didn't think you did. Sister Tadia Benz was found dead on the floor of her room at the St. Francis Convent in at first, the sisters of the convent didn't contact the police as they believed she had simply had a fall and died. I've fallen. <laughs> I can't, can't get, get up. up. And they're like, well, fuck her. She's, uh, get a replacement nun. Right, this is, this is the funny... <laughs> Ring dial a nun. <laughs> yeah, we don't know the number for the police. <laughs> Some fucking strippogram thing turns up just as a... <laughs> This is the most unbelievable part. They wrapped her body in a sheet and began making preparations for her funeral. Okay. Wrapped her body in a sheet in 1981. Like, that's I, a bit, bit weird. That's a bit weird. Eventually, they noticed that a window had been broken in her room, which made them realise the death may be more suspicious than they first thought. The sisters called the police about the break-in, but didn't mention the death of her directly. When officers overheard the sisters talking about Sister Tadia's death, they went to investigate the body. They found Sister Tadia had not died from a fall, but from multiple stab wounds. She had also been sexually violated several times. Oh, fuck. Yeah, so that's weird. Unfortunately, this wasn't the first attack of an elderly woman in Amarillo that year. In the spring of 81... Ten other elderly women had been beaten and raped in the same area. One had even been strangled to death. On the same night that Sister Tadia was killed, another elderly woman just a few blocks from the convent was raped and beaten into a coma, which is just mental. When the woman awoke from her coma, she couldn't remember anything about the attack. So, I mean... That so far. How do you beat somebody into a coma? Like they're already asleep and you just continue going. Like, <laughs> you've just beaten them unconscious, surely. Well, I, yeah. And I mean, they have a coma. Oh, I'm cormored up already, mate. What the fuck are you doing? It'd fucking make me even more coma. Maybe it's a spelling mistake and they were having a punch up in a curry house. Corma, yeah. <laughs> the mind you, the way I was saying it is fucking karma, mate. <laughs> Just laughing about curry now. <laughs> Carry on. 
So the police were under huge public pressure to solve the case so that the people of Amarillo could feel safe again. Without any solid leads, the police followed a tip from a psychic named Bubbles. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, this is all true, apparently. This is, like, legit. Okay. So, Bubbles called the local newspaper to tell them she had seen the killer in a dream and that it was a local teenage boy that lived near the convent. So this is all police have got to go on thus far. The words of a psychic. This led the police to arresting Johnny Frank Garrett for the rape and murder of sister Tedia Benz. Hang on a minute. Can't arrest... <clears throat> well, I suppose... In, no, that's not fucking proof. Johnny Frank Garrett claimed he was innocent and that police were setting him up. There were allegations that the confession that Garrett gave to police was coerced. So it is claimed that Garrett also had an extremely low IQ and multiple personality disorder. Oh, it might not have been in then. Might have been the other one. Yeah. <laughs> Several human rights organizations protested his treatment due to his severe intellectual disability. Now, this is just like, screams all kinds of wrong to me. This is doesn't sound great. No. There was, however, a lot of evidence connecting Garrett with the crimes. His pubic hair and fingerprints were found at the crime scene. I mean, I'm always losing mine. Yeah. To be fair, the amount of times I've had to go and collect that from the station... But I've read other things that suggest he went to that convent a lot anyway to, like, pray and... Teabag. (laughs) And to teabag that particular nun in her bedroom. (laughs) Um, And apparently he was seen running away from the convent on the evening of the murder. So that doesn't look quite so good for him, I I must admit. Mm. Um, Garrett was eventually sentenced to death Fucking hell. For the murder, yes. But they got no evidence. He maintained his innocence right up until the end. His final words were, I'd like to thank my family for loving me and taking care of me. The rest of the world can kiss my back ass." <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, yeah, the rest of the world can kiss my ass. So that's his views on that part of it. According to a documentary about his life and death, he also placed a curse on all of those who had wronged him just before he died. And this goes on to all the people who are supposedly uh, affected by the curse. Okay. So, strangely, a number of people who were involved with Garrett's conviction began to die or suffer terrible misfortunes within the years following the trial. One of the jurors, named Novella Sumner, died a few days after the trial after falling down a set of stairs. I don't know why <laughs> that's funny. Okay. Another juror named Nathan Shackle... Step, step too far, maybe. Yeah, fuck it. What can I say? <laughs> I didn't know what that to say. That was a genuine question to yeah, yourself. it what was. Can, what can I say? <laughs> I don't know. Another juror named Nathan Shackelford's daughter was accidentally shot and killed. His sister was later killed by a drunk driver. Christ. The lawyer that represented Garrett at trial died from pancreatic cancer. Medical examiner Ralph Erdman was convicted for falsifying autopsy reports. He lost his medical license and was sent to prison. His wife also died of pancreatic cancer. Shit. Two more of Garrett's lawyers later died from the same form of leukemia. Two police officers involved with the case also developed leukemia and died. NBC Mm. reporter Kathy Jones, who reported on the story, died in an airplane crash in Oklahoma. That's pushing it a little bit too far for me. She just reported on the story. <laughs> this guy's got vengeance. Like. Yeah, he's like, right, she's 
fucking going against me here now as well. So yeah. she can fucking go down in flames. Um, witness Eugene Patterson was found dead in his car. The cause of death was unable to be determined. A prisoner named Watley, who testified against Garrett for a reduced sentence, committed suicide shortly after the trial. And then there's basically just a couple more about people who commit suicide, basically. Jesus. Garrett's school teacher, Carol Moore, who testified against him at trial, killed herself. Oh. So it's people who testified against him and were just generally involved in the case. About 14 people in total who were all said to have succumbed to the curse. Uh, do you want to hear possible explanations for the curse? Yeah, I would, but I would like to ask you the question of, do you believe in curses? Um, the first word that comes to my mind is coincidence. Okay, mine was abracadabra. But <laughs> <laughs> You're a wizard, Harry. Stop. <laughs> Stop it, Ron. It's whenever you mention magic. Uh, yeah, carry on. Chamber of Secrets will never be the same. Chamber of Badges, mate. What? If you look at the things, I was pointing this out. I was pointed this out by my stepdad uh, when we were watching the Chamber of Secrets once. If you look at the snakes in the Chamber of Secrets from a certain angle, they look like badger faces, and he's always called it the Chamber of Badgers because of that. Anyone that's a Harry Potter guy or woman, or the person, do you know what? I've is never going to see that, but he did. Is yeah. that what you're saying? Yeah. So yeah, anyone that likes Harry Potter, go and check that film, and you'll see it now. And you'll be like, what the fuck? Thanks, okay. thanks, Alex's I... stepdad. You fucking ruined that for me. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's sake. I, next time I watch Chamber of Secrets, not only am I going to be sad about Robbie Coltrane, but You're I'm like, going to see... Fucking badgers. <laughs> fucking Chamber of Badgers. Yeah. Fuck's sake. <laughs> thanks, so, Yeah, what was, what was the answer to Do You Believe in Curses? Just fucking coincidence. Right. Which is basically what this goes on to say here. Okay. While there does seem to be a lot of death surrounding Johnny Frank Garrett's case, it could all just be a coincidence. <laughs> well done, whoever wrote this. Great. Perhaps the large number of suicides were connected to the question of Garrett's innocence. So perhaps people did feel guilty about like testifying against him. Yeah. And then went on to do themselves in. Maybe the suicide... Gave him pancreatic cancer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, what seems to have happened here? <laughs> Maybe the suicide victims felt guilty for condemning to death a man they thought could have been innocent or didn't deserve to die due to his disabilities. Hmm. Do you think Johnny Frank Garrett unleashed a curse upon those who wronged him, or is it all just a coincidence, which is basically what you just asked me? Mm -hmm. Let us know in the comments, it says. Personally, I think that um, that is weird. That it's all weird. of that's happened. But people can look for patterns anywhere. The brain loves a pattern, mate. Mm. And I think that's a coincidence. Yeah, I do. I, I mean, I think I did read into this a little bit more, other stuff on it. And it did say that he did frequent the convent where the nuns were lived. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, because she, she was found dead in her bed. How old was it? Uh, was the nun? Do we know? In her 70s, I think. Oh, so he's, he's not a nuns then. Nunce. Nunce. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I think, yeah, a lot of coincidence. A lot of people died to do with that, but like you say, people tend to go down, like they follow a pattern, and then it's like... Well, yeah, I mean, you're going for, like, the reporter and that. That's a stretch. 
you're talk you're basically talking about him being put to death on a couple of pubes and some fingerprints. I think it's extreme that he was put to death. Yeah. I think it was extreme that he was even put in as a suspect on very, very minimal shit because this psychic woman said that he was in her dreams. That was the first thing That's that led the them to thing. him. Yeah. And the... it's it's only after that that they found pubes and fingerprints. Exactly. So it's a bit weird. It could have been a mustache hair, not necessarily a pube because they're very, very similar. That is true. Um, so I don't, know, I, I don't know. It just seems a bit sus to me. Uh, yeah, I mean, what leads them to believe that it was actually a pubic hair? Yeah. I mean, they've just looked at that and gone, oh, fuck me, that's the curliest fucking hair I've ever seen. It must be a fucking pube. Yeah, whereas you've got early beard hairs. They're yeah. fucking pubic as fuck, boy. Mate, I'm just fucking picturing you teabagging a nun with your chin now. <laughs> <laughs> just fucking nutting her. Like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, mate. I I can't even look at you now because you've <laughs> you've just mentioned that your fucking pubes are similar to your fucking beard hair and now you're just talking about nutting on a nun. <laughs> you may as well just have a pair of balls on your chin now. Peter Griffin. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh dear. So well, yeah, I mean so that's the story of who? <coughs> Johnny Stringfellow, or whatever his name <laughs> is. <laughs> Nowhere near. Johnny Frank Garrett. That's the one. And uh I don't believe that he was necessarily guilty of no. said crime. Um, I'm not just saying that because I don't want to get cursed. No, I I don't I don't feel like he that was justified what happened to him. And if the people did get cursed, then fucking good on him because <laughs> <laughs> he didn't deserve that based on what they thought was a couple of pubes. No, that is a bit weird. Yeah. Okay. Well, do you want my uh, creepy story? Yeah, because I got nothing left. <laughs> All right, I'll give you two then. Well, then you can tell us about your sleep paralysis to yes, end the episode. That'll be like. good, yeah. So this one here is called Smile Dog. <laughs> okay. Okay, right. Now, I, after having read about this, I know what it's on about, and I have seen this picture of Smile Dog, which apparently is not a good thing. Okay. I'm pic- I don't know why I'm picturing the dog from the mask with Jim Carrey where the dog the oh, mask yeah. goes on the dog. It is not he- that. No, but I I'm, I'm picturing that because I think when he shows his teeth he has he the does same smile. big teeth like the Jim Carrey does when he puts the mask on. Yeah. Yeah. Smile dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still seeing bollop chin. It's just- oh, Jesus, all right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh right, so smile dog. Yes. I want some creepy music behind this, Alex, because well, editing Alex. Um, so, Smile Dog is an image of a dog on the internet, a JPEG file. It is a picture of a dog with a creepy human like grin. Oh. Apparently, looking upon this picture will cause anxiety, night terrors, epilepsy, or seizures and general insanity. Okay, so you're jumping from epilepsy to sanity. Insanity. So, mm. so like, two. <laughs> <laughs> two very distinctly different noises there. <laughs> uh, so apparently, the picture of the dog itself is a demon and has the name Smile.dog. Okay, 
of all names you could choose. Smile dot dog. Not demon dog or death hound or something. Yeah. Smile dot dog. Although, you say that though, but smile dog doesn't exactly sound pleasant to me. It sounds funny to me. Smile dog. Mate, can you imagine a dog smiling? I don't think that sounds pleasant. I've seen a dog smile, but not with teeth. (laughs) You've seen a toothless dog smile? (laughs) Yeah. It was your nan. Um. (laughs) Originally from 1992, it's a Polaroid picture of a Siberian husky. Okay. Okay. Not an overly scary dog, but... No, but apparently there's a red hand on the left side of the picture outstretched towards the camera. Some people have described it as beckoning them in, and some people believe that it's the devil inviting them to hell. Okay. Please tell me you have this picture at the end. I can get it on my phone, but I don't have it on here. I might actually just search it. Have a look now. Uh, Viewer discretion, right? This picture is obviously meant to cause insanity, night terrors, epilepsy, seizures, etc. So if you are of a superstitious disposition, <coughs> then obviously do not have a look. But you may have already seen it. It's just a dog with a weird smile. If you go insane from this, don't blame me. So um, some people have described it as beckoning in, blah, 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 blah. The first account of anything related to this image was a, from a paranormal board on 4chan, which is home to other legends such as the Goatman, the Daruma-san bath ritual, which I don't know what any of these are, uh, and a porcelain doll with real innards. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, mate, no. Crying babies is one thing, but dolls as well. Yeah, dolls are fucking freaky. And you've just said a doll with innards, real innards. That's, I've I'd... seen a doll in a museum... I thought you were going to say, I've seen a doll with real innards. No, but I've seen a doll that's supposed to be cursed. And it is creepy. And it was in this museum and it was just in a glass case. And people have reported that they can sense it looking at them and it all like follow them with with its eyes. Do you know what? I I kind of had an experience once where we went into a, it was like a little museum, but it was, it had all sorts of like weird, strange stuff in it. Mm. And same thing, there was like a doll in a glass cabinet. And it wasn't claiming that it was like haunted or possessed or anything like that, but it was just creepy. Yeah. Next thing, we can hear a blood-curdling scream from another room. Turns out a woman was just like passing out and fainting and having a funny episode. Christ. But it was at this moment when we were looking at this creepy doll. Mm. And it this was me and Lee, yeah. my brother. And we just absolutely crapped ourselves, as you can imagine. <laughs> We're looking at this dog, and I wonder if it's fucking possessed or whatever. And he's like, on the glass. <laughs> it's like, apparently, there's just a woman. Because by the time we went back downstairs and went outside, mm. there was an ambulance there putting this woman who'd fainted into okay, the no. back of her. Why the fuck she was screaming, I don't know. But no. um, yeah, anyway, that was. That's pretty terrifying. Yeah. Okay, so the account um, is as follows. Somebody that goes by the name of Mr. L was looking for something interesting to talk about in one of his classes. Someone by the name of Terence E contacted Mr. L and told him about a strange encounter that his wife Mary had after viewing the strange picture of Smile Dog. Mr. L was intrigued straight away due to the fact that he had previous dealings with the Smile Dog 
and was generally interested in the picture. Terence and Mr. L agreed to meet in real life and talk to Mary about her experiences. When Mr. L arrived, however, Mary had barricaded herself in the bathroom and was having some sort of mental breakdown, screaming about a dream. Mary was being incoherent in her words, but Mr. L somehow managed to get her life story, apparently. Uh, (laughs) She worked at a computer place in 1992 and clicked a link that was sent around the entire office. She was one of many to do so, but she's the only one that spoke about her experiences. In the early days of Smile Dog and the internet, the picture was transported around via email, as a lot of other pictures were at the time. One such title for the Smile Dog email was Smile, God Loves You. <laughs> and then you would click the link and it would show you a picture of the Smile Dog. And people would then presumably, presumably go insane. Yes. Another such email that, that was also circulating. <laughs> Another such email was also circulating at the time called the Grinning Man. Some guy was sent an email by his deceased friend, and it was a creepy picture of a grinning man in the background. The man was so distraught by this, due to the fact that it was sent by his deceased friend, I would say, rather than the fact that it was a grinning person. <laughs> but hey ho. Uh, he was so upset by this and apparently the only way to alleviate the horror was to pass it on to the next person Ah. I'm not sure how you figured that out to be honest because if you've just been distraught by the fact that your deceased friend has just sent you an email I don't think you're going to want to then go hey everyone look at this email I've just been sent by fucking dead Frank yeah (laughs) let's just delve into this a bit further shall we just delete that shit and be like okay yeah Anyway, so there was a little bit of a backstory as to why Mary had a mental breakdown in the bathroom before meeting Mr. L. Right? No, I just la- I think I've just read something that's on your screen. Oh, I'm yeah, just, you did. Yeah. Um, apparently, Mary had been suffering from night terrors, sleep paralysis, and general anxiety. She had continued nightmares of this dog who continually told her to spread the word. <laughs> Now, I would like to know how this dog is talking. <coughs> does he sound like Scooby-Doo? Because in my head, he does. <laughs> Spread the word! <laughs> Finger in my back ass. <laughs> <laughs> Raggy! <laughs> oh, jeez. I was going to have a go at the laugh then, but then I thought, no. Go <laughs> <laughs> <Come> on. <laughs> I apologise to Josh if this is terrible, but I'm going to give it a bit of a go. (laughs) You had the higher tones in that. That was all right. My one was just throaty. So she, much like the man who received the grinning man picture, figured out that the only way that she could get rid of the horror was to spread the word. That is to say, do as the dog says. But she wasn't sure how. That was until one day she received a floppy disk through her <laughs> mailbox. She then knew what she had to do and how to do it. And now thanks to her... Now thanks to her husband... <laughs> right. Now thanks to her... <laughs> and now thanks to her husband, Terence, contacting Mr. L, she had the perfect victim. However, right at the last minute, she changed her mind 
and suffered a great amount of guilt at the thought of what she was going to do. She locked herself away and made sure not to have any contact with Mr. L. She later sent him an email explaining her behaviour and ended with the quite sort of eerie caption of Stop while you are still whole. Ooh. Then Mr. L received another email later that month from Terence telling him that Mary had committed suicide shortly after sending him the email. Terence told him that he had destroyed the floppy disk containing the image. He apparently set it on fire and it released a snake-like hiss as this... <laughs> I'm thinking of this melting plastic, isn't it? Uh, and this melt... Oh, my God. As it melted, destroying the evil image. That's what I meant Mate, to say. I feel like the longer you read, the worse it the gets. The worse you're going to get. Mr. L put Smile Dog out of his mind for a few months. But then out of nowhere, he received an email with the title, Smile. Thinking nothing of it, he opened it and it read... And this is literally how it was written... I have found your email address through mailing list. Your profile said you are interested in Smile Dog. I have saw it. It is not as bad as everyone says. I have sent it to you here. Just spreading the word. And the rest is history. So she could never escape Smile Dog. Well, she was dead. But he couldn't, Mr. L. Fuck. <laughs> So that was a story of Smile Dog. <laughs> Great. <laughs> um, I have another <coughs> story right here. And this story is called The Black Knight. Dun, dun, dun. See, even I knew what the button was. <laughs> nice. Uh, so... You have to bear with me with this one. A younger man and his dog were walking back from the cinema after having seen a film called Dog Ranger of the Woods. Now, I'm not sure what kind of cinema allows dogs in. I've got to be honest. I can't think of a single cinema that allows dogs. So I'm trying to think where the fuck this is. I was going to say unless you're blind. But that doesn't work either. This <laughs> is describing what's going yeah. on. <laughs> I think they're probably special kinds of cinemas, to be honest. Yeah, maybe it's like an outdoor cinema or something. They're probably watching Secret Life of Pets or... Yeah, maybe. I don't know. (laughs) They were walking down a dark and slightly creepy path. The man was getting pretty spooked by the surroundings as there were animals rustling in the bushes and the wind creaking the trees above. A frog bounded out of the bush in front and made him jump out of his skin. Let's get out of here, he said. <laughs> and they started to run. What? Sorry. I, like, let's get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, let's get out of here, he said. And they started to run down the path away from the spooky surroundings. When they had run far enough away, they slowed down. In the distance was a flatbed truck. It loomed out of the shadows. In the driver's seat was not what he expected. Sat at the wheel was a full set of medieval armour, its hands placed upon its lap as it slumped against the back of the chair. The man is confused to see such a strange thing in the middle of the night. His dog started to whine, and this started to freak the man out even more. 
He left and met with some of his friends. He told them about the strange occurrence, and they decided to check it out themselves. They noticed that on the back of the truck was a large box, and on the outside was a note that read, Deliver to Jameson Hyde White, Professor of Archaeology, London, England. There was also a label saying to return it to the county museum. The group decided to call the museum and tell them that one of their stock was missing. The museum staff came out and collected the piece, and as a thank you, gave them a voucher for a free tour of the museum whenever they wanted. They decided to go the next day. When they arrived, the curator said his thanks and tells them about the piece they returned, the Black Knight. There was a legend that surrounded the Black Knight. Apparently, every full moon, it would come to life and walk around the grounds of the estate that it once came from. They joked about how it maybe ended up in the truck down the road that way. (laughs) They looked around the museum for the rest of the day. When they had finished, they all went for a meal. One of the friends whipped out a pair of old glasses from his pocket and laughed as he told them he had stolen them from the museum. What a twat. (laughs) The rest of the friends were not happy with him and told him that he was to return them. After the curator... After all, the curator had given them a free tour. You know, that's pretty dickish, isn't it, really? What a dick. When they go back to return the glasses, the museum was locked. They looked around to see if anyone was there, but they couldn't see anyone. That's not what it says. They couldn't. (laughs) (laughs) They looked around to see anyone, but they couldn't. One of the friends found that an upper window was open and decided to climb a drainpipe and enter. He entered. (laughs) then opened the front door for them. They returned the glasses to their original spot and headed back for the door, but just as they were about to leave the room, they stopped dead in their tracks. There was a loud noise, a clunk, then the rattle of metal. Then from the light of their phone torches, an old metallic suit of armour rushed at them from around the corner. They all shit themselves Just a little bit of ad lib there for me. Uh, They split up and ran into different rooms in an attempt to confuse and lose the Black Knight. One of the friends decided enough was enough and hit it around the head with an artifact. With an (laughs) artifact? A large vase. The knight slumped against the wall, unconscious. The friend called for the others and they all decided to take the helmet off of the knight. It was the museum curator. He looked up at the friends and their dog and said, and I would have gotten away with it too if it wasn't for you meddling kids. (laughs) Do you know what, right? That's why you laughed when I made the Shaggy reference. And as soon as you got to that last sentence, I was like, fuck's sake, I know what he's gone with. That is, can I just say, the first ever episode of Scooby-Doo. And I, I changed it slightly, but that is pretty much what happens. Do you know what? I thought you'd actually written that. Did you? Yeah, you were sat in there making out like, well, I've got this story for the end. Um, I'm making out like... I got to sort of fill it out a little bit, I said, didn't I? But if you look at the notes I've got, that's what I had to sort of embellish a little bit. So there's not much to it. I like the fact that you've actually called it The Dark Knight. Like, could there be Batman involved or something? I spelt night wrong. I meant Dark Knight as in night time. Mm. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, wait. 
That works. A man and his dog. You twat. <laughs> and you said it was Shaggy as well. I know. <laughs> it was, which bit was it? Let's get out of here. Yeah. So I don't think I got it on there, but I wrote it on there and I was like, that works. But oh, yeah, do you, you, you want to know the way they actually take down the knight? Because it's not smashing him around the head with a vase. Or or an aardvark. Or an as aardvark. you nearly said. I feel like you know. I nearly said hard effect. Hard, uh, yeah. Um, they drive a plane into him. What? <laughs> yeah. What, and he lives? <laughs> no. Well, yeah, he's unconscious. But there's just a few things in that story that just don't add up. And I was like, I've got to change that. So no, nobody stole the glasses, really. Scooby-Doo put them on his face and thought they were funny and then presented to them to the gang in the mystery museum, museum, the mystery machine. And they were like, oh, what are these glasses? They find out that they're archaeology glasses and they belonged to people in England. So they put two and two together and think that it might be that Jameson Hyde White from London mm. at the start. So then they go back to the museum to try and uh, they go to a library, sorry, to find out about the glasses. And then they go to uh, the museum again and they run into um, the night and then they try and like find out where Jameson Hyde White is. Turns out the museum curator has um, shoved Jameson Hyde White <laughs> in an artifact and he's bound and gagged. And you just see his eyes moving. <laughs> like when some pe- some people walk past, he's like with his eyes. And classic Scooby Doo yeah. trope. And then um they all jump in a, a plane and to hide. And then Scooby whacks the on button. Because all planes have on buttons <laughs> uh with his tail, and then he flies the plane into the night. It's got no wings because it just crashed it through the door. <laughs> just just the, the, the nose just of the like, plane. Just... Yeah. Do you know one thing I've realized? Hmm. Josh is going to rip the fuck out of you for basically just pulling apart a Scooby-Doo episode. <laughs> <laughs> when he hears this, he's just going to be like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> just absolutely ripping the shit out of Scooby-Doo. <laughs> You'd be like, if you understood the episode, Alex, it'd be a miracle, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. Fucking dumbass. <laughs> yeah. I, I do love the fact that I just pretty much made a Scooby-Doo reference halfway through. And I now see why you laughed so much. Yeah, I was like, oh shit. Fuck, he's <coughs> discovered it already. He's been rumbled. <sighs> oh well. And now we know why. Yeah. And you I should... was surprised to see how many like staple things of Scooby-Doo episodes are in the first one. So like all the classic bit of music that you know from scooby-doo them doing their classic run yeah like, like that and they've all, all got that their sort of own stuff. particular run haven't they yeah they do that shaggy running like he's shit himself yeah. and then um velma losing her glasses that's in episode one yeah and um scooby snacks that's yeah. in episode one so they they've like solidified they've those stuck things to their guns yeah and, like, kept them all the way through to the modern day shite that so, they've got now I'm going to predict that the next time I'm on the podcast, it will be in a similar vein. It will be Halloween next year. <laughs> I'll be coming on the pod again. No, this is you. And this time I'll write a story, but it'll actually be the first episode of The Trapdoor. <laughs> <laughs> Once there was this blue blob and his skeleton oh, bark. Book <laughs> of spells. <Yeah. laughs> like I'll do some little like 
change of words on that bit and you'll be like, oh, it's like chopped off. Fucking yeah. hell. Not even remembering this that you did. And His yeah. mate, uh, Boney, was anorexic. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. And wanted to bone him. Okay, well, that is uh, it for stories from me. Mm. Um, you were going to tell us about your little sleep paralysis experience yeah. what i've what's happened there then i've had a few um i've i've sort of researched a lot about it mm. and i've realized that people will actually see like shadowy figures things that look like demons i've yes. never seen any of that it's never gone that far mm-hmm. but it is scary as anything yeah you it's it's exactly what it sounds like you wake up or you feel like you've woken up and you cannot move it, I cannot tell you how scary it is. You you hear about it from someone and you think it, it doesn't sound that scary. Yeah. But for anybody that doesn't know, sleep paralysis is basically where one half of your brain wakes up the other half. And I think it's the half that controls sleep and stuff is still asleep, asleep basically. <laughs> so... You feel like you've woken up, whether you actually have or not. I, I don't know. It, it feels like you're awake. You cannot move. And you fight with everything that you've got to try and move. Normally, I try and scream and shout out. Mm. Not that anything ever happens, because... What would you scream? Just, ah, just literally try and scream as loud as you can, but nothing comes out. Yeah. You literally just led there. Apparently, the thing to do is to just relax... And feel like you're almost sinking into your mattress. Mm-hmm. And, and then the one under the bed gets you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The one that's just hanging underneath your yeah. knife. Yeah. Um, is that Daffy Duck? <laughs> <laughs> when it, that was Donald Duck, but yeah. That was, yeah, it was decent. You weren't expecting that, were you? No, I was quacking that. Oh, yes. Hey. Yeah. My, my dad does quite a good Donald Duck. Um, like, <laughs> Okay, the difference was you had to do your I fucking did that cheek and thing. then it came out that side. <laughs> yeah, you pitched like one side of the cheek, it came out the other side. Yeah, you can say like... <laughs> I don't know, I wasn't actually saying anything, but yeah. It's kind of like you said kebab. <laughs> Man on angle. Yeah. You talk about this Halloween episode, that came, like a, like it came out like a demon. Um... Yeah, so my my experience with sleep paralysis is um, normally it's when your sleep patterns aren't consistent at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're not going to bed at the same time every night, you're getting five hours one night, three hours the next night. There was a period of time where that was the case. I yeah. just, you know, young and stupid and you're not going to bed at regular times. I get you. Um, so yeah, that's more when it's likely to happen. Um, I've sort of kind of learned that when it does happen, you just need to try and relax. Like I said, I've never seen demons or shadowy figures or anything. Um, I tend to sl- sleep on your front though. Don't I you? tend to sleep on my front and I, I have felt like there's maybe something looming over me, but I feel like if you're scared, mm. you're going to kind of feel like that anyway. Yeah. So I'm not going to put that down to anything necessarily. Um, I have had it once where I was led on my front and I just, you're just looking at the fucking ceiling. So <laughs> it's not, I don't, I'm not sure like you're going to see much anyway. 
Um, but people have also said they feel like there's pressure on their chest. Yeah. So it feels like there's somebody sitting on them. Yeah. Um, I feel like they only feel that because you, when you're panicked, you sometimes... Tight-chested, huh? Tight-chested. Yeah. So I think that's probably that part of it. I think it's just overall panic and dread. Yeah, I think so. I think people spiral out of control. Yeah. When panic sets in, you lose all sort of logic yeah. completely. But it's basically the, the part of the the side of your brain that controls movement is the part that's still asleep. Yeah. So it makes sense that you can't move. Should have set two alarms. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So like I say, just relax and you tend to sort of ease out of it. Mm. Although I've fought like fuck before to try and get out of it and you do eventually, but you feel like you're just fighting and fighting and fighting to get out of it. And it's, it is horrible. Yeah. I can imagine. I can't imagine what it's like for people who, think they're actually seeing demons and stuff it must be atrocious well it, it, there was that story of um somebody that had sleep paralysis before said that he suffered with it mm. and uh he was with his girlfriend at the time and he was asleep once and he said that the girlfriend woke him up in a right panic and said that when she looked over at him there was this massive um like shadowy, I can't remember whether it was a beetle or a dog. I think it was a beetle that was stood over him. That's a weird thing to yeah. see. Like that would yeah, freak you out. And he was like, oh, that's weird. And then he left that partner and uh, moved on and then got with another girl. Mm. Guess what she saw? Not not the same thing. Yeah, the she saw king. the same beetle, described it the same way that the previous girl had about how he was sleeping and it's uh, like if it was like a shadowy person you could go right they're both fucking loony yeah but they both see in the same specific black shadowy fucking beetle the nice cow yeah his it's creepy i'm not gonna sleep tonight now (laughs) fucked i got the boogalooga man and anger thing (laughs) (laughs) the what is the baba yaga baba yaga yeah but they were all right they just got massive noses yeah (laughs) And fucking horns all over and fucking yeah, that's six the, foot arse <laughs> I mean, if there's one thing we're taking away from this, you're you're safe from these things with the six foot arseholes if you've got a fucking stingray tail. Yeah, and if you're in a kitchen. Who the fuck's got a stingray tail? Who the fuck's got a kitchen? <laughs> <laughs> Women. Oh. Who the fuck's got a woman? Oh. Just you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Would you say that uh, sleep paralysis is the scariest thing that's happened to you yeah i don't think i've ever had a um a paranormal experience i've had one weird thing that happened i was um i do a similar job to alex i was mowing somebody's lawn yeah and there were tennis balls on the grass okay and um i'm gonna point out that there was a it was right next door to a church because that for me was famous for the tennis balls yeah (laughs) No, that that was what made it kind of a bit more weird for me. I don't know why. Okay. Churches are kind of like got a lot of history and stuff. So I guess I put it down to. Mm -hmm. I was mowing and I would go along the, I wasn't moving the tennis balls until I got to that point with the mower. Yeah. So I was then just kicking them over to the next line that I just mowed. Mm -hmm. And when I turned around at the end to then do the next line, I turned around and the tennis ball was like right over the other side of the fucking 
And I know that there wasn't a dog or anything there to move it because the customer wasn't even in. And it's not like there's a fucking squirrel darted across and fucking moved it. That's weird. And that happened twice on the same session. So I'm like mowing. There's like three tennis balls. So I'm walking along. Turns out you're on a hill. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, fuck. I forgot how gravity worked. (laughs) Shit. Yeah, I was literally just moving the ball across to the next stripe that I just mowed. Mm. Turning around and it was on a completely different stripe. Like not even like one away. So I'm going, oh, that's weird. It looks like it's moved. It definitely moved. And it happened with two out of the three balls. That's strange. And I'm just thinking, it's next to a church, so it could be a ghost or something from Jesus. The yeah. <laughs> Fucking Jesus. What a joker he is. He's Say hello, Jesus. <laughs> He's just like moving my tennis balls. <laughs> Not even my tennis balls, but um yeah, that's probably the weirdest thing that's ever happened. But and I've heard people talk about sleep paralysis being paranormal, but it ain't. Nah, there's a scientific explanation. They've figured it out. Exactly. So, yeah, it, aside from the tennis ball thing, that is the weirdest, scariest thing that's ever happened, 100%. Okay. Yeah. Well, in terms of, like, paranormal stuff, with me, I've gone into detail about my experiences with ghosts and stuff on this before. Mm. Um, I have got a little video on my phone once, um, that I took once, that uh, showed something weird happening because I was in the um, the sort of workshop area at my old job and we had a cabinet that had a padlock on it and it just started moving randomly. And what, the padlock or the cabinet? The padlock just started rattling. I was like, oh, I don't like that. So I took a video as it was stopping and as I was recording that, this can that was up on this shelf decided to just fall off. You can hear it rock. It goes, chuk, chuk. And then it goes onto the floor. So I was stood over by the desk. There we go. That, Jesus, why does that? (laughs) It happened again. That's the second time. I was, I haven't touched it. I was stood over by the desk and that padlock started moving. So I stopped it, I walked over here, I started scooping the stuff out of the trailer. That can falls from there. I put it back up. I made sure it was not gonna move. And it, yeah, you just witnessed it. So it's not like something as, um, the wind's just blown it and it's just it's fallen inside. Off. Yeah. So there's no, there's no wind, there's no air con because it's underground bunker. But you right. know what I mean, though? If there was a big gust of wind, yeah. it would have blown straight off rather well, than toppling first and then going. Maybe, because it was it was in a steel girder above on, on the ceiling, keeping the ceiling up. Right. And so we fitted these monster cans in this girder. So it was yeah. like you couldn't take it out without it scraping the top and the bottom. Yeah. And um, I'd already put it up once and wedged it back in. And that... Well, the light came on in the front room there. It scared the shit out of me. <laughs> it's on a um, timer. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it just rocked and came out. It was as if someone had just pulled it out. And I was like, what the fuck? And it was right next to me. And I mm. caught it on camera and you can hear my voice just go, nope, don't like that. Why Why have I never seen this? I thought I showed you. I don't think I've seen this. I've seen the one where you're in the fucking hill place oh, in the shrine. Yeah. Um, West Kennet Longbarrow. That's the one. Yeah. And you go wandering out of there going, what the fuck was that? 
And then you me. you showed me the recording and went, can you hear that voice? I went, it's you, you silly fucker. <laughs> you going, what the fuck was that? And yeah, you're going... It, it sounded like something going... <laughs> like that. But it was me going, no, I don't like that. <laughs> You're going, I've caught a disembodied voice on the fucking camera. And I'm going, it's you, you fucker, going, oh, I don't like that. <laughs> and it was a bit camp as well. You're sort of like, oh, I don't like that. <laughs> and it's like, oh, it's a ghost. Well, speaking of things on camera, I'll end on this. Um, I recently went on a big walk across the Ridgeway, which is a long walk around Wiltshire area. And I uh, did 44 miles or so. It's quite an impressive little achievement for me. And the last two hours or so was done in the absolute darkest of dark. It was horrid. And I have never been so scared in my life. I've I've seen the footage before we started recording. And I'm guessing it's light from your phone that is just like literally on the path in front of you. Head torch. Oh, okay. And my phone torch. But that was literally enough to light five feet in front of you and that was it yeah barely even that barely even that the rest of it is just pitch dark but you've got noises all around you from different animals and uh you'd have things up ahead with their eyes and stuff like deer and stuff yeah and i'd be like what the fuck is that at one point i saw the path but my brain being my brain turned into a fucking monster and it looked like there was a monster uh, like a yeah, of in course front it of does. Me in the path, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Because like you can you can hear it in your voice that you're honest, obviously shaken and fucking mm. scared because you never intended to be out there in the pitch black. No, I wanted to be done by half four. I finished at half nine. Fucking hell! So I was quite a bit later than I wanted to so be. So you were in dark for a few hours then, mm. a long time since like seven o'clock. That did that take you a while to recover from that? Because that would have been, I mean, I stopped panicking quite do you mean recover from the being scared or the walk itself no i mean being scared for that yeah, those last um, few hours i started to calm down a bit during the last hour or so because i'd passed all the scary bits where you're enclosed in forests, trees and stuff it's, going oh, on that was horrible. trees are the worst you it can was, see all sorts i love walking through forests during the day yeah right perfect place to, to be fair that that can be bad enough <laughs> exactly <laughs> but during the night Fuck me, it's terrifying. Yeah. And then I look around and I've got two eyes looking at me out of the bush and I literally swore at a bush. If you're scared and you can barely see four or five feet in front of you, your mind starts to come up with all sorts of shit. Yeah, and it's when you look around, you think, I can see in the very, very far distance the lights yeah. of a nearby town, but that is it. That is the closest civilization. That's the only thing at that point that's sort of like you edging you forward. In the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And it's terrifying. I didn't know how long my battery was going to last. I was talking to the camera for something to do. I mean, I talk about absolute bollocks. I had half an hour's worth of recording on there of me just talking. And that yeah. was it. So You kept mentioning that fucking horse at that one point. It's like... <laughs> Horses, just... ducks and owls. That was why. <laughs> yeah. squirrels. Do you realise how fucking big owls' talons are? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how is that helping you in that situation? Talking about dead things. And then Just I was like, oh, yeah. Scaring yourself even more, you twonk. I said at one point, I was like, can you imagine if somebody watches this video in the future and it's like a, a paranormal investigator and he's like, uh, this lone walker from the UK uh, didn't realize what was looking at him from outside the bushes. And you're yeah. like, oh, God. And Mate, I told myself that and shit myself. If you're on Nuke's top five before oh. Christmas, eee. 
You, I don't feel like you're going to be doing one of those walks anytime soon. Not in the dark. I'd like to do a night hike, but not on my own. Anyway, so just so I'd say my scary thing there. Yeah. So I hope people have enjoyed this Halloween special. It's been, it's been if uh, I don't edit anything, two hours and 11 minutes when we were only supposed to record for an hour. You um, did, yeah, you did say roughly an hour. But sorry I about mean, that. Um, it's up to you to cut out whatever the fuck you want. Pretty much everything's going to say in that. Apart from all the back house references, I'm yeah. going to get a few of them out. <laughs> Chuck a couple of them out. Um, there is going to be another episode for you guys I will release in a couple of days' time, uh, probably on Halloween itself, where I will be talking about the Richardson family murders, which I would have talked about, spoken about today, but I didn't have enough info on it, so it would have been shit. So I want to do it justice because it is a good story. It's quite creepy as well. So stay tuned for that. It will be a solo episode, so you'll have to deal with me and my we've, sexy tones. We've done quite well today, anyway. I we've, think this has been a banging episode. I've got to be saying. We've covered I've got a lot. Be saying. You've got to be saying. I've got to be saying. It's, it's been banging out. It's all that. No, we've we've covered a lot, and we I, have. I think we've had some pretty pretty cool stuff in there. Yeah, and it's been a laugh as well. So I hope everyone's enjoyed it. If you have, let us know. Go over to Spotify, leave us a five-star review because we really do need these reviews, guys. Those of you who have done it, thank you so much. Um, yeah, and then if you haven't, get on it, mate. What are you playing at? That's what I'm saying. Mate, as soon as the Spotify five-star reviews started coming on, yep. fucking one star, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't go lower. No, so. <laughs> no. I mean, I would have done zero if I could. But, I unfollowed. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so see you later, guys. Bye. Bye. Well, that was a good episode, wasn't it, Josh? That was brilliant. That was really good. I, en- I really, I especially enjoyed how, uh, Everyone sounded. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We're here just to say before you go, could you please spread us around? We'd love it if you could just tell your friends about us and potentially leave us a review where you can. You can rate now on Spotify. Yes, you can. You can rate us. So if you could rate us five, we'd really appreciate it. But if not, that's fine too. If you do rate us five or anything above, I know you can't, but if you somehow hack the systems, I will personally... Don't. Don't continue. Thank you. That's better. There we go. Well done. So yes, if you could please feel free to follow us on all the socials. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye.